And this Go. ball in the air, deep right center Go. field. Two-run home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, he'll watch it go Chuck Nasty. Two-run home run, David Dahl. And Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. I don't want to lose your love tonight. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast presented by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use that promo code DNVR20 and you will get 20% off your entire purchase of a Strava Craft Coffee. It'll change your life. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I am the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. And on this episode, we will continue our conversation with stand-up comedian Matt Duckett alongside my guy, of course, Patrick Lyons. My guy and your guy, everyone's guy, Patrick Lyons. We're going to continue that conversation. I had a really fun time with Matt going into and out of conversations about stand-up comedy, but also baseball and sports and the combination of those two. Uh, we get back into it here pretty quickly about just the nature of baseball and you know how some leagues are more about having fun than others. I found his thoughts on that to be uh, very interesting. Of course, he's going to come from uh, his own perspective there. So, uh, yeah, just going to jump back into it here pretty quickly. I did want to mention to everybody that I hope you've been keeping up uh, with our guy, Curtis Blades, our UFC fighter. Uh, if you're into UFC, it's been super fun and interesting for me to get into it as somebody who's been more into Fake fighting, as most of you know. I, I prefer not to use that word. Scripted uh, in professional wrestling. Still, uh, I, I've been jumping into the UFC just like we've been watching KBO. Uh, we've been doing other things. And a big part of the reason why we've been having so much fun with some of these sports lately is because of DraftKings Sportsbook. It's just more fun when you've got skin in the game. And now that finally legal sports betting has come to Colorado, you know that you can get in on the fun. DraftKings Sportsbook is a company that you know you can trust. It's not like those other gambling sites and offshore locations. This is based in the United States. You can be confident that your funds are secure. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, and you don't even have to leave your house. Like I said, there's a bunch of events that are coming up. You can place future bets on baseball and football, even television shows. We've got unique DNVR lines that you can check out. You can bet on the KBO. You absolutely can uh, check in on our guy, Patrick Lyons. He's got all the details for you on who you should be betting for and against, as do RK and Andre on their DNVR bets show. So make sure you're checking all of that out and you've downloaded the app using that code DNVR, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You use that code uh, you'll, for a limited time, be able to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right, a sign-up bonus up to 1000 If you enter that code DNVR, you get your sign-up bonus only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. 
Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. And now, without further ado, we resume our conversation with stand-up comedian Matt Duckett. I also wonder about the road the other way. You take fun from baseball and, and mm-hmm. put it out there for the masses. How about putting fun into baseball? Do you, as a viewer, have the same frustrations that a lot of us do when there seems to be this backlash against bat flipping or running around the bases fast or smiling? <laughs> uh, it's so interesting because so much of that stuff is very it's it's very America centric. I mean, and I think this is a great opportunity while the MLB isn't happening and the KBO is going on. Those boys. They flip their bats. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> They've got they they put some flair on it too. I mean, you got you got some guys that it's immediate. They'll just swing and it, it just it's gone. You know, um, they bat flip on singles. Yeah, the PBR. yeah. it's wild. Yeah. Um, and it's for me, it's really cool to see because again, it's just it's an infusion of personality into the game that I think is really important. Um, and that's that's where that's where the and I'm a huge I'm pretty much a fan of most if not all sports with the exception of soccer um but that's that's the area that the nba has the mlb beat right now is that it's less in a a way it's become less so about the game and it's become about the personalities behind the game and uh the the flair that people are add to the sport and those things like bat flipping or like when Juan Soto gets, you know, down and dirty and starts staring down the pitcher. It's like that's that's that infusion of personality that the game needs so that kids can go, I want to be like that guy. That guy's cool, you know, because there's, there's, you know, when LeBron James cocks back the ball and throws it down, it, it, it hits different than the way that Kawhi Leonard does it, which is pretty much not expressive at all. But even in that non-expression – that's an expression. Um, and I think that baseball just needs to find ways to add more of that to the sport and just let, yeah, let the, let the kids play. That was, that was the slogan that they pushed out last year. And if it, uh, if it makes the old heads upset, you know, we don't need them. (laughs) That's not, that's not, that's not the future of the sport. You know, you want, you need to, you need to uh, appeal to the people that are coming up in sports right now so that they're interested in baseball and that they, you know, that these super athletic kids maybe decide to pick baseball over the NBA or the NFL and having those personalities. I, I, I see nothing wrong with it. And I think it's great for the sport. I think it's, I think it's great. I think that, uh, and I, and I think that it's great that there are guys in a way like Madison Bumgarner, who maybe be a little bit more of a traditionalist and might jaw off a little bit. I think that, I think that that tension is good when it doesn't come at the expense of suppressing the expressive players. Mm. Yep. Mad Bum becomes a personality then. Exactly. It's, it's old school, but he becomes his own character and like, Oh, you got to see this guy. He's no frills, man. He's, mm-hmm. he's gruff. He's from North Carolina. He doesn't <laughs> want to talk to anybody in the off season. He's riding bulls and winning competitions. Right. Exactly. And he's, yeah. he's riding on a forerunner when he's in Colorado and yeah, he, he broke his ribs, but whatever. <laughs> Besides the point, he's a personality, even though he's, you know, essentially the exact opposite of let the kids play. 
Yeah, and that's that's what you want to see. You gotta you gotta have uh, you gotta have those people, and you gotta you have to you have to give fans an opportunity to not just pick teams, but pick players that they like and uh, support, and players that they root against. Um, it's 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 important. You know, you have you have people in the NBA that will love LeBron James no matter what team he plays for, and you have people that will hate him no matter what team he plays for. And uh, I don't know if there's people just don't seem to feel that strongly about individual players in baseball at this point. And I think that the sport Bryce Harper is probably the closest to that right now, but I think that, uh, I think that the sport needs more of those types of divisive characters. I think that's actually a great argument in favor of Bryce Harper. I I kind of sometimes dance around that, but that's one of the reasons why, and and I say to people who are you know typically very anti Harper, like why do you like this guy? It's like, well, here we're having a great conversation now, and and you're right, he's one of the few guys in baseball you can really do that with. Yeah, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's all it's all storytelling. Uh, I mean, uh, we mentioned Patrick's uh, past experience as a, as a wrestling referee. I mean, that's that's the foundation of wrestling: faces and heels, good versus bad. And you know, as a kid, you can pick you know that you like John Cena and that he's great and he's the all-American great guy, and then as an adult, you can root for a dude like Kevin Owens, who's supposed to be bad, but screw it. I like the bad guy, you know? But he's funny, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, like Bryce Harper might might be a little bit of a, a bit of a diva at times. He might uh, show out a little bit more than uh, what would be expected of a professional, but it's it's fun. It's fun to see a guy be himself and kind of say, you know, forget, forget what other people think. I'm just going to do me. For our wrestling nerds uh, that are listening, Bryce Harper is probably a lot less like Kevin Owens and a little bit more like Dolph Ziggler. If yeah. we're have a comparison. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're still keeping up on, on the wrestling there, Matt. But I, oh, no, I'm, I'm in it 100%. I, okay. Uh, yeah, I fell I, – I watched wrestling growing up, and I fell out of it. Um, and then when I got to college, I was a resident assistant. And so, you know, Friday nights I had to be in the – because Saturdays were when the stand-up show was. So I always requested Saturdays off. So I had to be in the dorms on Friday nights. And, yeah, one of those nights SmackDown was on. And I was like, why did I ever stop watching this? This is, <laughs> this is really fun. Yeah, no, um, I've, got a, I've got a whole crew where, you know, hopefully things are uh, opened up and ready to go by next year because we're, we're all in for WrestleMania at the new Rams Stadium. Uh, next year, if it's happening. So. Well, you've got you've got two niche markets that if, if you're doing stand up comedy for you know uh, Saber uh, at the convention every year and <laughs> WrestleMania, you've got a set with Ron Funches, Dan Soder, and other super fan uh, wrestlers. Sure, um, you know you you could definitely corner the market in all those areas. Sure, that's that's the thing. I feel like, and that's the funny thing. There is so many comics or wrestling fans, and I think that wrestling wrestlers have an appreciation for stand-up as well because the industries are kind of similar where you know you do what the indies per se you're try it takes a long time to kind of come up in the business and then you know hopefully you make it to the big time and do the road and that sort of thing um but i do think that wrestling is an area that so many other people have covered that i'm like ah if i if i find something really unique to say about this i'll make i'll i'll, I'll say it but uh, yeah, with baseball, like you said, Drew, it just hasn't been it hasn't been cornered in that way. And I'm like, all right, there's there's room to move around here. Let's see, let's see if I can make my imprint on this a little bit more, and kind of you know, and happy happy to be known as a guy who talks about who talks about sports and talks about baseball. I uh, 
I got mis uh, before everything shut down. I was uh, I was just minding my own business at the Hollywood Improv, and someone came up to me, and they're like, "You're that half black basketball comic." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. "That's me." You're like, oh, "It's really nice to meet you, Blake Griffin." And you're like, "Oh, what? Oh, oh you had it." I was going to put that it. on my business card, but. <laughs> the wrong guy, wrong guy. But yeah, no, that's um, <laughs> not Blake Griffin. Huh? <laughs> yeah, not Blake Griffin, not Clay Thompson. Uh, so, so my question, I, I, I want to leave this open ended. So, two of them, but I'm not going to ask you to to workshop your future material in front of us. But I, I was just wondering, yeah, what other, what are the other sports? Do you plan on doing more with the other sports? And and what are some of the things about baseball? Obviously, not specific jokes, but are there like areas of the game where you're like, there's probably jokes to be had about. I would imagine, for example, the collective bargaining agreement is not one of them. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I really go in and explain to people the Rule Five draft. There's a lot of comedy gold. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not planning on getting on stage anytime soon and ever and going. Y'all ever notice that Kenny Lofton's WAR is in the high 60s, but he fell <laughs> off the ballot after his first year of eligibility? What's up with that? Like, <laughs> can't. Uh, Maybe, maybe baseball game, <laughs> yeah. I can do uh, some type of satirical thing like that. Um, but yeah, it really it, it, it's fun to kind of look and see like, okay, what's what's interesting about the sport? What hasn't been talked about? What's funny about it? Um, I mean, you know, for me as as a person of color, I do I find a lot of humor in kind of the the racial dynamics of baseball historically. Um, you know. Uh, Again, people, oh, racism in baseball has been a problem for years. And again, well, not surprised given that, again, started by a bunch of farmers in the middle of Ohio. I <laughs> hadn't seen a black person until they invented the sport. And some dude showed up and like, wait, what? <laughs> are we are going to let up? No, that's not. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to break it down a little bit more and see and see what else is out there. But um for now, I would say, yeah, that, you know, the, the joke that kind of took off on Twitter a little bit is the most, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably, that's probably my, that's probably my favorite bit about sports in general that I have. And I have, I talk about basketball a bunch because that's what I played um, as a kid uh, and growing up and in high school and all that stuff. But yeah, there's just, there's just something to that, to that, uh, to that joke. That's just, I don't know. I just, I just really like it. And so I, uh, especially with how it, that joke took off, there's definitely more stuff that I want to explore and look into a little bit. And, you know, uh, again, I had I had maybe I had maybe 95 people following me on Twitter, and now I'm at like 820. So <laughs> do the math. All those people came from that baseball joke. So there's a, there's certainly a desire and a market for that to be talked about. So uh, doing my best to workshop it a little bit more. As as now the second biggest. Uh, Marlins fan or, or noted Marlins fan after Marlins man, <laughs> you are an awesome Florida Marlins Jersey uh, in that clip. Do you start to dream and have aspirations of, you know, I, I, I maybe you're aware of, of Gar Ryness, uh, also known as the batting stance guy, where, right, right. you know, a decade or so ago, he's going into clubhouses. He's on the field with his wiffle ball bat just doing impersonations of different players, hmm. cracking them up. Is there, have you had that thought of like, maybe, you know, I'm still figuring it out now. I'm figuring out my voice. Maybe that'll be me. Maybe I'll be going in the NBA locker rooms and I'll be, I'll be, you know, 
mocking Steph Curry in one of his final seasons coming up or <laughs> right. anything like that? You know, uh, not much, not much of an impressionist myself, but I would, I would absolutely, I think, you know, I, I, I don't like want to like toot my horn or make myself like any bigger than I was athletically, but like I went through the recruiting ringer with basketball. I had, I had some looks by some D1 schools, some Ivy leagues. Um, I was going to say you're sitting down, but you look like you're about six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not that large. Um, I'm, uh, I'm about six, I'm six foot four. Um, so, you know, I was, uh, I was, I was, a, I was a three and D guy that was stand in the corner and shoot threes. And then get back and guard and guard the best guy, and I was I was happy to do that. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's a lot that I have. I think there's a lot that I could talk about uh, with, I guess, professional athletes and kind of joke about, you know, kind of that experience and that sort of that sort of lifestyle. But more than anything, I just think it would be so cool to uh, throw an opening, throw a first pitch at a game. I think I think that would be if I would be if I got the opportunity to do that like at, as like ladies and gentlemen stand up comic Matt Duckett throwing out the first pitch that would be uh, one of those moments of like oh I've really I've really accomplished something with this I've really made it to a point where this is uh, where this is truly like my living and that sort of thing um, but yeah I would I, I mean you know I I, I am friendly with uh, with a X NBA player. Um, a Donald Foyle, um, buddy of my dad's. Um, so, you know, we, we get into some hoop top from time to time. So I think, uh, I think if you threw me in the Warriors locker room, I'd, I'd be able to, I'd be able to hold my weight and in, in some conversations, make some folks laugh. I saw a Donald Foyle at an airport once. Massive. <laughs> yeah, center. Massive. Golden State Warriors. I was a Warriors fan when I was younger. There you go. Um, well, you, you talk about, you know, like throw to you want to throw out a first pitch. I got three words for you. Wichita wind surge. They are the triple A affiliate of the Florida Marlins. Okay. They come out, wear your world favorite famous Marlins jersey. <laughs> and you know, they're gonna love to have a celebrity in the middle of Kansas. They're gonna go, yeah, oh my God. Yeah, okay. LA comedian. Yeah. Guy with like for wearing hundred, yeah, a couple hundred thousand views on uh, on social media there yeah uh, they'll uh, they'll think I'm big time it's and that's what was funny about that too is when that joke took off so I probably got at least like 30 messages where did you get that jersey where did you get that jersey <laughs> that was going to be my next question yeah where did you get that jersey Mitchell and S uh Mitchell and S.com they have a whole section of um they call they're like mesh batting practice jerseys so they call them like mesh BPs uh they're amazing they're awesome I have um I have uh I have that one which funny enough has Andre Dawson on the back of it even though he played less than a hundred games for them at the end of his career. So I don't know why that was the guy they went with. Cause when I first saw it, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Did they have like a cliff Floyd or like a Gary Sheffield or even he was there for a week, but Hey, even a Mike Piazza would be pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. But it's like, Nope. Andre Dawson. That's all you get. But I have, uh, I have the Dawson. I have a Randy Johnson one. I did, uh, I did a weekend in Arizona last year. Um, and you know, part of that was like, well, I got to go check out a diamondbacks game while I'm there. So I uh, got myself equipped with the Randy Johnson uh, jersey uh, and I've got a Mariano Rivera and a Don Mattingly as well. All right. This is a huge question. I had I want to talk about something else. Oh, no. This is, and I, and I, and I want to like you, Matt. <laughs> and I think I'm going to Matt on either your Mattingly or Rivera jersey. 
Do their names appear on the back? No, no. Like guy. Matt's no. good man. Good no. people. I'm That's breaking. I'm breaking code a little bit right now. I've got a Yankees jersey shirt on. Jerseys are fine. Williams on the back. Um, yeah. But yeah, it comes to the, when it comes to an actual jersey, be it just like those batting practice ones or the actual legit, you know, authentic jerseys. If it's a Yankee jersey, you cannot have a name on the back of Thank that. You. Bad boy. <laughs> Thank Not you. Thank you. I can't stand it when I see people. It's like, do you, do you know anything about the team? Yeah. Like, yeah, you wanted to say Jeter because, but you, are you a fan? If you're a fan, you yeah. know, he does he's never had his name on the back of his yeah, jersey. People, people see Yankees and they see two. They know. You don't want to have to <laughs> over the head with it. If you're, if you're rolling out, uh, if you're rolling out some obscure number for like Ruben Sierra or something like that, then maybe, <laughs> but Homer Bush. Yeah, but, uh, Even then, it's a test. That's one of our favorite games to play in the press box. And I will say Patrick absolutely destroys me at this game because, one, I've never been a big numbers guy, and two, Patrick's encyclopedic knowledge of the history of the game of baseball is annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was going to say something nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll sit there and we'll just look out through the – and seeing all the different kinds, because you're going to see plenty. Uh, you know, you got some Todd Helton's, you got yep. uh, Troy Tulowitzki, Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado. Those are the the standards. But you're going to see some weird ass stuff out of the ballpark. There, I, I went for a hike this morning. First flat iron. Kid was wearing a Brad Hop jersey. But that, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. about. So that was one of the first things when I got to, right the, to the press box. Matt was like, we we would get in and and. Uh, this past year, we we had a front row uh, seat in the press box, and yeah, national anthem would go up, and I would, you know, as I'm kind of getting my thoughts together, I'd kind of look around the stadium, like what crazy obscure thing are people wearing? And and coincidentally, my first jersey was a Paul right. O'Neill jersey. So you got the Burnaby, Burnaby Williams. So I there like you it. go, <laughs> right on. Yeah, I um, yeah, I've, I'm with you, Drew. I've never been a, I've never been the hugest of number guys. Like obviously, like my classic, my core Yankees guys, I've got them down pat. But uh, yeah, if, uh, if if I ended up at cores and someone was like, "Hey, what number did Andres Galrago wear?" I'd be like, ah. <laughs> I'd be like, I know his nickname was Big Cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know that one either. I know Castillas, but yeah, you know. I so forgot. Is it was it thirty two? I've forgotten, actually. Well, Jay Maximo's guessing fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it was, <clears throat> it, it was, it was on the low side. So yeah. you you talked about getting a, a bunch of messages about your jersey, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe you had just followed up with a retweet uh, that you commented on that you're worried about people saying, "Hey, really? Here's who should have been on your list right. of top players in the 21st century with an R." I want to point out that'd be the um, most baseball fan thing ever. Right. By the way, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking to myself uh, when I was like, when I hop on this podcast, it's like, what if I just open this up and it's just a list of players? <laughs> it's like you're wrong. Just drop me out of the out of the podcast. <laughs> Thirty seconds. Here are the R's you missed. Yeah, Idiot. dangerous territory. Well, Here's an R you you may have on your list. He might be on the back, uh, but has a good connection with you. Is uh, he's a guy that he's on the, uh, the pre and post game report in Colorado. Uh, former Rockies player Ryan Spielborgs, who went to uh, UC Santa Barbara. He was a gaucho. He played baseball there. I you know I did not know that, and I gotta say I don't know. Who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Billy, also brutal. 
apologies to the man. Um, yeah, when I was at when I was at uh, UCSB, our um, I mean, our baseball team was solid, but like it wasn't like particularly popular among like the student body. Um, our big thing has always been soccer, which I was just insufferable for me as someone who just doesn't. I try to be like, oh, this thing is terrible. Soccer is just decidedly not for me. It's just I don't understand the minutia of it. And I don't have the appreciation for it that's required to enjoy it. So I was never particularly interested in the fact that our soccer team was number two in the country. But when I was there, uh, our baseball team, our our guy was Dylan Tate, who um, who was a prospect in the Yankee system for a little bit. He was part of um, what trade he was, was part that? of. I think it was part of the of, uh, of when we traded back for Carlos Beltran. Uh, I think he ended up. Uh, I think he ended up coming with him. Um, I don't know where he, what system he's in right now, but like that was he was. Uh, no, he was. Uh, he was a. He was our lethal closer for the school. So, but uh, yeah, I honestly, I already forget the name of the guy that you said. <laughs> I'll have to. Um, uh... Yeah, do a little bit more research. But the big, the egregious omission in that clip. Um, was Ricky Henderson. Because uh, for the outfield, I said Ryan Braun, Ray Langford, Reggie Sanders. Um, so I got a lot of messages about, like, how could you forget Ricky Henderson? You said that you're a Yankees fan. He was on the Yankees, blah, 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 blah. And I explained to people, with that joke, like, obviously I wanted to make I, – I, I, it's based on reality. We did do something very similar to this in high school. Uh, we were putting together, like, a best list of baseball players whose first names start with R or whatever. Um, but there's a rhythm and a flow to that joke. Cause I'm, I'm rattling off nine names that start with R in rapid succession. And I kind of have to, I kind of have to feel it out a little bit when I'm going along with the joke. And with that one, I make, I think I make like a very small pause after I say Ryan Zimmerman. And that's me in my head going, I'm not in a place with my mouth where I can get Ricky Henderson out smoothly. So I'm going to revert and put Reggie Sanders in right field and Ryan Braun in left. Ray Langford's always part of the joke because I just think that's a hilarious name. Ray Langford has to be a part of the joke. Ray Langford is just uh, the two, uh, uh, you know, Randy Johnson has to be there because it's Randy Johnson. Russell Martin's the only catcher whose name starts with R. People were throwing out Ryan Howard for first base, but I told them, what is funnier in a joke, Ryan Howard or Richie Sexton? Yeah. <laughs> Richie Sexton is a hilarious name. Ray Langford is just, it's its one of those classic baseball names, you know, where it's like that could only be a guy playing baseball. You know, <laughs> right. It's like uh, Hunter Pence is another one of those guys where it's like, gosh, that's just such an American baseball sounding name, you know? So yeah, Ray Langford is always a part of that joke. But yeah. Typically, I try to say Ricky Henderson like I just did in the stream, mm-hmm. but it's it's a tough name to get out. It's a lot of syllables to to maintain the continuity of the flow of that joke. Yeah, that that's I had forgotten that Richie Sexton was the the first baseman in your joke because it uh, as part of the research of this article I was doing a couple of days ago, I was talking to my wife. I was like, there is this weird three team trade. In 2003, listen to the names of these players. And it was a Richie Sexton deal yeah. that involved Chad Moeller, mm. Lyle, Lyle Overbay, yep. Lyle. Junior Spivey, uh, <laughs> Jorge De La Rosa, who's the Rockies guy, and then a minor league who never made it to the majors named Nucci Varner. 
Wow. And I just, you know, looked at Richie Sexton's, you know, baseball reference page for five minutes. Like this guy was the dude for a minute. Oh yeah. Richie Sexton hit tanks for a little bit there. Yeah. On those, on those, those Mariner and, uh, and Brewer teams, that guy, he had a, he probably, he must've had probably like three seasons where he hit 40 jacks. Yeah, he was good. Um, he yeah. had two at 45, one at 39, one at 34, and two, uh, and, and then one at 31. So, oh, yeah, he win like an all star game with the Yacker, too. I remember him hitting a big one that maybe in front of a hometown crowd. He was with uh, uh, Milwaukee, two time all star, 306 home runs, just, wow. just short of a thousand. Wow. Richie Sexton, six foot wow. from Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that, he was he was a big dude too. He was a yes. guy, yeah, large, large human being. The most normal name in that trade was the guy whose name translates to George of the Rose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those are some those are some great names. Lyle Overbay, that's one I haven't heard in a minute. Yeah, when he I, I was at a game in Milwaukee, and every time he came up, everyone would go oh, and they would you know just. <laughs> make a circle over their head for for Overbay. He was That's great. Another another forgotten first baseman type like like Todd Benzinger and Nick Asaski. But those guys are in the eighties, way before anybody's time. Right, but hey, yeah, that's the thing though. There's you can't you cannot beat baseball names. Mm-hmm. There's, the, right. there's some there's some funny names in uh, you know in the NFL. Obviously, like DeBrickashaw Ferguson and HaHa Clinton Dix, but mm-hmm. there's. And the, and the NBA, there really aren't any because most guys with funny names are like nicknames. Like Moochie Norris was a guy that we always thought was hilarious, but his real name is like Ernest or something like that. Right. But yeah, baseball names, they're just, they just fit the sport so well. Like of, course one, like, of course, one of the best players in the history of this sport would be named Honus Wagner. <laughs> like, right. right. Honus Wagner. Yeah. Could you be anything else but a Hall of Fame baseball player with that name? Well, I feel like you could uh, – go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like you could uh, extend your joke in the way like you were saying uh, about Ray Langford because I had the same thought. Like, that's such a baseball name. You could do just the, the starting nine of the most baseball-y baseball names. Just that, would be, that, would be, that, would be, that would be pretty good. That, that, might, that might have likes. I might have, to, I might have to sit down and do some research. I have, uh, I have on my desk here someone who probably make the list. I've got my Turkey Stearns bobblehead. Uh, sitting here, Hall of Famer. I believe he's Hall in the Hall of Famer. Negro Leaguer. Yeah. Yep, Hall of Fame Negro Leaguer, Detroit Stars. That was uh, I lived in uh, I lived in uh, right outside Detroit as a kid for uh, for about three years, um, and uh, yeah, that used to be always my favorite day when it was uh, Negro League appreciation. They throw on the Stars jerseys, um, and then we'd go out and lose to the Royals because it was two thousand and three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we've got some uh, draft coverage uh, coming up in, in the next few weeks uh, and prepare for the, the June 10th draft. And one of my favorite guys uh, I like reading about right now is a high schooler whose name is Ed Howard. <laughs> That's my dude. Short stop out of Illinois. Ed right. Howard. Yes. In 2020. Yes. Today. Yeah. At that point, it's almost a subversion of the trope. That's almost the weirdest name at that. Yeah. Point. Ed <laughs> Howard, man, that is. Mm, that just hit perfect. That's <laughs> perfect. Um, all right. Well, um, let, let me get your thoughts on this before you we get you out of here. In terms of you know, there there not being any sports and and you being uh, how, how have you been using this time? Uh, how are you working on your craft? 
Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do to try to make sure that uh, you like, like all of us are, you know, ready to come out of this, this thing on the other side? Sure. Um, in the words of the very wise uh, Gary Goldman, a uh, phenomenal stand-up mm -hmm. comic, uh, write every day. Just write. <laughs> that's that's the name of the game. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just taking a couple hours uh, to the side, uh, pretending to do my day job and uh, writing jokes, you know. Um, that's that's the main thing is just writing jokes. And uh, luckily with, uh, you know, the technology that we were utilizing right now, um, Zoom comedy has uh, become a great placeholder. Um, I've done I've done a pretty decent number of shows at this point, and they've all been a, a lot of fun. You know, not quite as invigorating as the live stage, but it's uh, it's it'll do for now, and it's a great way to test out material so that you know when things open back up, we're not uh, we're not completely rusty, and we have. Uh, you know, we have a couple. Uh, we have a couple things in the utility belt that we can whip out that that are new, and we know, you know, at least have a little bit of legs and can move a little bit. So, yeah, it's just been a lot of writing. It's been a lot of. Um, it's 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 been doing those Zoom shows. It's been uploading clips, uh, going into old sets and editing those around. And sometimes you find uh, you find a joke that's you know a few years old, and you go, oh, you know what? That's actually pretty funny. I haven't told that in a long time. Maybe if I twist these words around, it'll. You know, it'll it can become part of the act again. Um, but yeah, just, just staying involved with it as much as I possibly can, uh, with the exception of not being able to get on stage. So it's uh, it's been a transition, and it's been tough in some respects. But uh, we're we're scratching the itch. We're scratching the itch. Yeah, that's interesting what you what you say about going back and finding old clips and and using social media now because I think we're in that new age. It, it took a while to totally adopt, of course. You know, Dane Cook is a comedian that really used social media with, with MySpace. That was kind of his thing. And now guys like Andrew Schultz has been, you know, incredibly inspirational and, and put – UCSB graduate. There. What's that? UCSB graduate, Andrew Schultz. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was, the, he was the third live comedy show I ever saw. He came Come to our school, and I was like, this is great. People from our school out there doing it, so – yeah, he's, he's doing cool. wonderful stuff on, on Instagram. I think mm -hmm. Mark Norman is either about to or he already just released a, a whole special for free on, on YouTube. So yep. it's, you know, guys are realizing like, you know, the, the, the old school way of doing things, trying to get a special on HBO or Comedy Central. That's not that's not the only way to be seen, to be appreciated and frankly, to make money. Yeah, absolutely. You got to. You got to get eyes on you got to get eyes on yourself if you want uh, if you want this to be your living. So, you know. You can't, uh, we're not in an age where you can hoard and protect what you think is your best material for the big thing that you're hoping to happen at wow. some You gotta, you gotta get yourself out there and get yourself noticed so that you can put those things on a larger stage like Netflix, you know? So it's, uh, it's all part of the hustle. So it's, uh, and it's just, uh, who, who has the patience to go through those old sets and find those good clips? It can be a process sometimes. Wow. So um, people can get out there and find you on Twitter at mduckitcomedy. Uh, where else? Where, where, where are the other places? Do you Just, just hit us with all the stuff. Yeah, right on. Uh, cool. So like you said, Twitter, mduckitcomedy. Uh, on TikTok, uh, mattduckitcomedy, uh, which is where that club actually got ripped from. Jeremy Frank ripped it and uploaded it. Uh, but shout out to him for sharing the clip. Uh, certainly wouldn't be doing this podcast if you didn't do that. Um, 
Sure. You can, uh, my Instagram uh, were, is um, just my full name, uh, Matthew.Duckett. Uh, um, and then I do have a YouTube channel that I upload to very infrequently. Um, it's called Matt Duckett's Hero Ball. Uh, there's a few videos there of uh, some basketball talk. Uh, basically me just going on a very not safe for work rant about the New York Knicks. Uh, a not particularly safe for work rant on uh, the NBA dunk contest and a 15 minute memoriam to the Charlotte Bobcats. <laughs> so, <laughs> if any of those things sound interesting to you, I know this is a, I know this is a baseball podcast and stream, but if you if you want to hear me get down and dirty about Adam Morrison, it's out there for you. Matt Duckett's hero ball on YouTube, but uh, mostly where I'm doing my main things are going to be on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. So if you look up Matt Duckett comedy, you're going to find me on those. So. James Dolan is a frequent listener to our podcast. So he <laughs> just tuned out. He just, from Madison Square. I can't believe it. He did. You and Charles Oakley yeah, never have to go find Oakley. a bar to hang out at. I just uh, got Oakley. Uh, in a way, an honor. An honor. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I was trying to remember the phrase you used earlier. I was like, we should normalize that. Um, when you said it about soccer, uh, this is decidedly not for me. Yes. <laughs> as, um, opposed to, as opposed to this thing sucks or it's bad. Right. No, we've got to normalize that phrase. This is decidedly not for me. What? So the opposite of that, any Adam Morrison content is decidedly for me. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. It's there. That it's there. Awesome. Well, Matt, thanks, man. This has been a whole lot of fun. Yeah, this has been great. We'll have to do it again sometime. Everybody, make sure you follow him. Uh, start a petition to make sure he can throw out the first pitch, either at Yankee Stadium in a dream world that will make his whole life yep. have this sudden complete meeting, or out in Wichita, as Patrick suggested. Yep. Hey, <laughs> either way, either way, either way, I'm excited. <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga Quakes, you're also in the equation. That's driving. <laughs> We're getting, our, we're, we're getting our guy a first well, I'll throw at every I'll throw at every minor league stadium there is. Just get me just just get me out. Don't even have to pay for the flight. Just let me know I can come. I'll show up. I'll show up. <laughs> Flights are cheap right now. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, so yeah, make sure you're following him on all the social media. Make sure you're following us on all the social media. Uh, you're subscribing to the DNVR.com. Uh, you get some of our cool merch, and you, you're following our gaming channel. You're subscribing to Twitch, all that other stuff that we got going on. Um, yeah, this has been a whole lot of fun. Uh, for Matt Duckett and Patrick Lyons, I've been Drew Creaseman. You all have been absolutely awesome. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark. Thanks for having me, guys. And.